Today on The She Show, I am joined by Blue Soldiers. At least that's what I like to call them. These beautiful makers in the fiber community have helped us reach our beautiful, amazing, exciting number for Hat Not Hate 2020. This episode is inspiring and emotional. Definitely have tissues nearby. And remember, you can watch more She Show episodes on the Lion Brand Facebook page. Enjoy! It's just about that time of day. Grab your knitting needles and your crochet. It's the She Show on Facebook Live right now. Special guests on the Zoom. You could even learn how to loom. It's the She Show on Facebook Live right now. Sai and Ty will be there. Hat not hate, grab your chair. It's the She Show on Facebook Live right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from and whenever you're watching this. Today is a very special day on the She Show. Um, First off, I'm Shira, your host, Shira Blumenthal, and I am here to talk about Hat Not Hate. Hat Not Hate is an anti-bullying campaign that I started back in 2018, and with your help, we have made such a blue difference in this world. I asked knitters and crocheters in 2018 to make blue hats. Blue hats because blue is the anti-bullying color. And with these hats, just like this beautiful one that is actually made by a beautiful knitter out there, Lisa Doyle, um, I asked knitters and crocheters and weavers and loomers and all of you to send those blue hats to me here at Hat Not Hate headquarters to myself and Meg. And we have received them. Today is the final count, and we are going to share that count with you a little bit later on. But we have such um, a packed hour, one hour, hopefully you told all your bosses or your boss, whomever you're reporting to, even if it's your child, you are busy for the next hour. So um, we are having beautiful guests join us today. And we also have a very exciting announcement that I'm going to get to in a second. But um, I just wanted to welcome you all to this very important show. And I, right here at Hat Not Hate headquarters, have my sidekick, my everything, my other arm, Meg. And I have Darren, a.k.a. Mr. Wooly Bear, and a new team member, Alana. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who is also one of my dear friends and she is here helping us out today. So I'm very grateful to her and I'm grateful to Darren and of course and always I'm very grateful to Meg. So I want to welcome you all today. Um, so I, I want to just give a shout out. We have lots of people tuning in today. Um, needless to say, uh, Chris Lopez and Ellen are very excited. Uh, Nadine we're sending lots of love to you. Thank you so much for your beautiful package. Uh, I'm just good morning, Karen. Good morning to everybody. Michelle is here. I love you. Thanks for watching. Um, everybody is supporting. Uh, happy 2020 hat hat count day from Austin. We should we should make it a hat count day. I'm here for it. Um, and uh, lots of great things to look forward to. So please, you know, buckle up 
get your needles out, your hooks out, your looms out, whatever it may be, your spindles, whatever you're doing, because we have a beautiful hour ahead. Um, so I'm first going to um, talk about a topic that has been a big uh, email conversation from all of you. And uh, basically, you know, as, as the, you know, as we are all going through this pandemic, what seems like together, um, even though you guys are so far away and I don't think I've met all of you, um, but uh, one of the biggest challenges for Hat Not Hate was the distribution for the hats for 2020. And we've had to pivot this campaign about 10 times. And we have a, an amazing educational consultant that we're working with and that you guys will get a chance to meet. And uh, that is Dennis. And he will be joining us on a She Show episode soon. But um, I kind of, I, I put my thoughts down just so it could all be clear. So um, excuse me while I read this. And uh, this also will be going out later today in a post uh, so you all can um, share and communicate. <sighs> First of all, I want to say that I cannot stress enough how deeply moved and grateful I am to all of you for your continued support of the Hat Not Hate anti-bullying campaign. Your selflessness, your passion, and enthusiasm has meant the world to me and my team, and we have collected tens of thousands of donated hats that you've created by hand. I know many of you were galvanized by our goal of 100,000 hats for 2020, as well as our hashtag 20 for 2020 initiative. However, given a number of unforeseen circumstances, we have now decided to extend our campaign goal of 100,000 hats into 2021. As you all know, none of us could have anticipated the arrival and impact of COVID-19, which has been life-changing for everyone and has resulted in many curveballs, including for Hat Not Hate. And because safety is our number one priority, we've had to shift our course of action. What this extension means is that while we will not be distributing hats to schools this October for National Bullying Prevention Month or hosting assemblies about bullying prevention for students, parents, teachers, and staff, we will seamlessly charge forward with our goal with more determination than ever. That is right. Believe me, not a single blue hat has been made or donated in vain, and they will each make their way to a student next year when we can organize and deliver our anti-bullying presentations in ways that will best impact our youth. I'm humbly asking you to continue to stick with us on our journey and to keep stitching. If you've not met your own personal goal of hat making, you have plenty of time to do so. And come October 2021, we will collectively celebrate the biggest and the best Hat Not Hate triumph to date, offering kids and adults the events they deserve to stand in solidarity against bullying. Please know this was not an easy decision to make. Over the, several, over the past several months, as your generous hat donations have poured in, we've explored a wide variety of options. That's not a joke, so many. Including virtual assemblies and efforts to accommodate students who are learning on campus and those, are who, and those who are learning from home. But ultimately, the extension was our most reasonable option. 
If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that we need to adapt to change and power forward. And rest assured, there will still be a wealth of event, uh, wealth, wealth of events taking place this October for National Bullying Prevention Month, including on the She Show. We can't wait to share with you. We appreciate you understanding our need to shift gears and please let's keep stitching together. So that is one of our pivots that we had to make this year and a little bit of a bummer. However, now more than ever, I am beyond determined to get to 100,000 blue hats. We came however far, I don't know what the total is, but we came however far now, now that I have all of you here, I believe with your voices, we can get to that number. I, I really believe it. I mean, I thought it was a little crazy when I said it with Ernie and Astis when I was like, oh, I got 23,000. And now I'm like, oh, 100,000. No, but I actually really believe it now. And I think that with your passion, with your um, energies, with your voices, with your creativity, I really, really believe that we can hit that number. So with that, um, I want to announce a very exciting announcement. So while a little bit of a sad, a little bit of a positive, I think I actually might cry like hardcore because this is the first time I'm telling people, we have created a kit with a very, very well-known company called Creativity for Kids, uh, Faber-Castell. And they approached me um, as they fell in love with this idea. They loved Hat Not Hate. They loved my story. They loved what we were doing. And um, they created a kit, which is crazy. And my face is on a box. <laughs> um, and um, it's cool and it's awesome. And it's, it's, we're actually having the director of product development on um, next week from Faber-Castell and that's when it will be released and available to purchase. Um, but it's so cool. You can make two hats and the concept is, is that you can make one and um, share it. And I guess like the most emotional part of this was is because I was keeping this under wraps and I wasn't really telling anyone was that um, on the box, there's the group picture from last year's photo shoot and John, John's in it and uh, he never got to see this. But I believe that his story that we continue to tell and all of your efforts that you continue to do in making these blue hats and making sure that every child is seen and heard and never bullied the way that he was or I was or possibly you were, um, I believe that we can make a change. So this is very exciting. I'm sorry I'm so emotional. Get ready. Um, <laughs> but I think that um, this, is, this is like a really big deal. And I was like, I, I actually kept it kind of quiet uh, and then I told one of my friends and she was like, sure, you're on a box. <laughs> she was really excited. So um, stay tuned for this. This is very exciting. And um, I'm just looking in. Um, everybody is kind of freaking out with me. So um, look out for that episode of The She Show next week where we have our good friends from Creativity uh, for Kids, Faber-Castell, join us. And they talk about how this came to be. and. Um, 
this is going to be really cool. This is going to be sold like all over the U.S., which is amazing because um, that means that more people can be a part of our mission. So that's the exciting announcement. And now let's bring in our guests. Okay, so I'm going to admit all. Wonder what that does. Um, I don't know. Um, okay. I think I have everybody here. Chris is connecting. Lindsay, if I can get your video up. Beautiful. I think I have everyone in the I'm going to read everyone's just to make sure we have everyone here, okay? Chris is Okay, let's be closer. Like, there it is. All... Okay. All righty, here we go. Maybe. Hi, uh, Danielle. No, Danielle from Crafters of America, raise your hand. Yeah. We have Lindsay now Anderson. We have Chris Lopez. Hi. We have Helen. All righty, here we go. We have Mindy. We have Rhonda. And Judy, and there's someone else in that picture that I'm not Tracy. sure. Tracy. 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 And then we have Ellen. Did I get, did, did, uh, did I get, every, and did I say Mindy? Did I get Yes. Everybody? Yes, I'm here. Hello, everybody. These beautiful humans, just so everyone that's watching can understand who these people are. These people are fans of the She Show. They're fans of Hat Not Hate. They're founders of other organizations. They're guild members. They're moms. You guys are everything. <laughs> you guys really are everything that Hat Not Hate is. And today, um, if I can make it through the show without crying, um, <laughs> it would. It is going to be my absolute pleasure to introduce you to this amazing She Show community and to the people that are watching, just to spotlight you and to share with everyone out there what you guys have done for Hat Not Hate and what you continue to do for Hat Not Hate. So I, I want you all to know at the beginning of this how appreciative I am of everything that you have done for this, for this campaign, for your communities. Um, I am forever beyond grateful. So I think I wanted to start with Danielle. Danielle, hello. Hi. Um, First off, thank you so much for joining us. And I, I kind of, can you give everyone a short little background as to who you are? Sure. Um, I'm Danielle Letourneau. I live in central Maine. Um, I'm a mom of one and one on the way. Um, and I'm one of the co-founders and administrators for Relief Crafters of America. Um, and we are a crafting organization that formed during the Australian bushfires um, in very beginning of January. Um, and then once we had collected um, what we could house um, to ship to Australia, um, we pivoted to focusing on American rescues and humanitarian causes. Um, and Hat Not Hate was one of our very first humanitarian causes in March this year. Um, and we're already excited to announce we're planning for next year. Our members are really excited to participate again and they all shared personal stories and it was really touching. 
Um, I first off, thank you so much. And and we they actually Danielle reached out to us, and it which was really cool. It's always very cool when people come to us because we're just, I, I feel like we're just this tiny little blue hat on a map of everything. And you know, that, that someone notices us is so important and so special and so significant, but I would love to know from you, you know, what, what is the feedback that you got from the hats that you did send in, like from the makers, what, what were their feelings about it? So, um, I, I posted last week actually, um, asking them, you know, what Hat Not Hate meant to them and why um, they'd like to do it again next year. And we all ended up sharing um, some stories. I invited people to share, you know, bullying stories, um, either that they've been personally bullied or their kids or have witnessed it. And um, it was actually after meeting with this amazing group of ladies in our prep that it kind of hit more emotionally that it's so pervasive. Um, logically, it's it's a thing that you know, but you don't necessarily know it emotionally because you feel so alone um, coming from being a kid who was severely bullied myself. And um, it was just amazing to see in just in, you know, the group I help run, all the people who wanted to come together to help kids stand strong against it and give students, you know, a voice and a way to fight back. Um, and especially, you know, in this day and age where it's, it's hard with um, cyberbullying and everything going on. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. And I, I, you know, you mentioned Relief Crafters of America. So they, the way that if, if anyone wants to kind of get involved and because knitters and crocheters, and I've said this and, and loomers and everybody, the soul fiber community is so giving. We are very giving. We're big yeah. members and we love to give. And you're talking to a, a group of people right now and you're speaking to a group of people that love to give. So where can they find out more information for you? Because I know SMG will probably be be posting SMG is our social media goddess Sam yeah. um, she'll be posting some links but they can go to a website correct so or we are run um, almost entirely on Facebook amazing and it's relief crafters of America um, just type that in we'll pop right up um, we have a dark green um, banner so we're recognizable we have sub regional groups for our six regions across the country to have a smaller community for people connect um, and every month we do projects, uh, either animals or humanitarians. I think right now we're doing three animals and three, hum three humanitarians. Um, Operation Gratitude is one of the ones we're doing right now. It sends um, gifts to soldiers and first responders. I love it. Um, we're doing a nursing home. So w we have fun reaching out to different groups of people and animals. Um, and we do sewing and any of the yarn crafts. So there's something for everybody. Amazing. Well, Danielle, I want to thank you so much for being reaching out to us and becoming a part of our extended Hat Not Hate family. And most importantly, for helping spread the message and, you know, getting your, your, your people organized, or as I like to say, the blue <laughs> soldiers out there just yeah. in line and ready to make blue hats. So thank you so much. Thank you for uh, having us today. Oh, it's my you absolute see. pleasure. Um, Helen, um, I want to go to you. So, oh wait, if I can ask, oh wait, ladies, ladies, sorry. Class, class, class. <laughs> ladies, if you're not speaking, maybe just mute yourselves. <laughs> just mute yourself. It's okay, Judy. You're okay. You're okay. 
<laughs> Helen, <laughs> Helen, first off, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited too. You know, I was thinking about you guys because I remember last year you guys reached out to me because I was going on Ernie Anastas. I was going to speak to Ernie Anastas and he's like a part of your congregation. Well, um, not, not of daughters of Penelope. No, but, uh, his aunt is. And his she, aunt. He passed away just this past uh, few oh. months ago. Oh. Um, yeah. So we were so excited and like, ah, it was, it was crazy town in our church because we, as a, you know, small group of uh, part of the community, um, were part of the hat, not hate campaign. So we were really excited. I love that. I remember I told him, he was like, yeah, I know what that, I know that. I was like, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but uh, Helen, tell everyone who you are. Well, I'm, I'm just a, a plain old member of, uh, the Daughters of Penelope chapter 41 at the based at the Holy Trinity Church in uh, Greek Orthodox Church in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, I am part of a very small knitting group that we formed a couple years ago, several years ago, um, that everything we made, we were going to donate. The Daughters of Penelope, just as information, is a national women's organization that um, was founded in the 1920s because the Greek folks coming over from um, Greece uh, were pretty much discriminated against and treated very badly. Uh, bullied is a good word. Um, so they wanted to form an organization that highlighted that, no, we're not crazy people or terrible people or not nice people. We believe in education. We believe in civic responsibility. We believe in philanthropy and all, all those things. And so they formed this organization to sort of lift themselves up and assimilate into the United States culture, you know, or American culture. Anyway, um, so this group of ours decided to do a, a craft a group, a knitting group, and we were going to just donate everything we made. Um, homeless shelters, our organization actually sponsors two women's crisis centers, um, in the United States, as well as just, we would find any shelter. Actually, the schools reached out to us saying, oh my God, kids come into school with no hats, no gloves, no anything. We also give baby blankets to new uh, babies in our community as they come for a 40 day blessing, which is a traditional thing. We give them a blanket and it's from us and all that. So anyway, we, you know, that's our group but we heard about you and then the rest is history, of course. The rest is history. Can you share with everyone how many, your, how many hats your, um, your group made for Hat Not Hate this year? So our little group made 752 hats. Wow, that's and awesome. We, we have friends of, of our knitting group that also contributed. The total number of people contributing hats was 13, 14 people. And so, and yeah. 13, 14 people, and that means that, I mean, it, th I mean, that's when people say, that's why it's like, it doesn't matter how many hats you make. It really doesn't because no. everyone does make an extreme difference. And I, you know, I can't turn my computer around because um, I'm like plugged in, but it, I'm literally, I, I'm literally looking at thousands and thousands of blue children of mine right now and they're here and I'm caring for them and and Darren is caring for them with his love and they really they really have become my children and and just thinking that 14 people can make 700 plus hats is beyond beautiful 
Crazy. And your your passion was there anyone in your group that maybe had a specific connection or even you Helen with Hat Not Hate that it, it they were they were making for almost a, a, a reason? Well, that's an interesting question because it really was almost everybody in the group that initially <laughs> said, you know, at some point or other we've been bullied, and um, so. I don't know if it's our culture, but we didn't all sit and share the nitty gritty. Uh, no pun intended. We all had a story that was in our head and we all yeah. felt for the children that are out there today with social media making things so much worse. So we all could relate to it. We all understood it and knew that we could, if we could make a small difference with these hats and actually, you know, we heard about you via social media and just thought this is a small thing we can all do. The majority of us didn't know how to knit, crochet, or loom when we started either. Um, one lady, Eleni, uh, taught most of us. So, um, and then we all sort of jumped in. Um, you know, people, a couple of the gals made 200 each. I mean, cuckoo. Uh, yeah. then, um, <laughs> about 100, I made about 75. My goal was 100, didn't quite make it. Um, but then we had, you know, very loving packages sent with two or three or seven hats. And it was just, uh, I, you know what, as much as I love, I mean, I, I don't love counting out the big boxes because I feel like I'll be there for days, but there's nothing more special, honestly, than getting a package of one hat, because you know what, it, that's what I mean. Every hat makes a difference. And that's why when people say, well, I didn't, I could only get you these two, those two go a really long way. So Helen, my, my thanks to you and to your beautiful community of Daughters of Penelope. And you guys helped us out last year. You guys helped us out this year. And the goal is I, to keep helping. And keep I, I, well, now, as you heard, the goal is 100000 for August 2021. So I believe that with you, these beautiful blue soldiers that I'm looking at right now on my screen, I believe that you are going to help spread this message far and wide, even further than I could have ever dreamed. So Helen, thank you so much to you and to your community. I'm very grateful. Um, I'm going to jump over to Mindy, Mindy Horowitz. Uh, Mindy Horowitz and I actually, we met, um, we actually haven't physically met in person, but we've talked on the phone. Um, unfortunately, Mindy is, Mindy is, uh, how, would, how would, she is here as a representative from Knit in the Pit. And she's going to talk a little bit about that, but she's also, she's also a very close friend of John Giswold, who a lot of you on the Zoom know, and a lot of the She Show watchers knew. And uh, he was a beautiful friend of Hat Not Hate. He was a true pillar in the Hat Not Hate community. And he's greatly missed. And all I could think about, Mindy, I didn't even tell you this when I spoke to you on the phone before. It was pouring on my way in to work. It was so unpleasant driving in. <laughs> but I said to myself, maybe these are straight up tears of joy from John. Like maybe he just yeah. wished he could be here so much and that he's just crying from up there and he's just so happy with whatever number of hats we have. So, um, Mindy, I'm crying for you, so you can't <laughs> cry, okay? <laughs> um, so, Mindy, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what Knit in the Pit is? 
So I'm Indy Horowitz. I live in Manchester, New Jersey, which is close to Asbury Park, which is the base for Knit in the Pit that John Giswold came up with this idea. And uh, he was living between New York and Asbury Park. And he doesn't live very far from what is the Asbury Hotel. And he had gone in there, I guess, just to kind of look around. And it's very interesting. If you go onto the Asbury's website, they'll show you a picture of the lobby. And they, when they redid the hotel, they did the lobby to look like a sunken living room. So the couches are sunk down. And believe me, when you sit down, you're sunk as well. Getting out of them is just, no pun intended, but it's the pits. And um, so John had approached the management and said, would it be okay if a group of us came here and knitted? And that was, I believe, was in November of 2018. So John had placed an ad someplace about, you know, come to the Asbury Friday night, come knit with your friends. I didn't see it. I don't even know where it was advertised. So as I understand, November and December, seven people came and they knitted and chatted. And in January, someone who had been there, Susan Freck, had mentioned that she was going. And I said, oh, what is that? So she told me about it. And I was like, well, I have nothing to do Friday night. I'll just get in my car with my knitting and drive over to the Asbury Hotel. I had no idea where I was going. Needed the GPS to go 20 minutes away from home. Mm. And I got there and I talked another friend into going with me. And we walked in and we saw these people kind of just sitting and they looked like they were knitting. And we sat down and John, I mean, you know, nice to meet you. And he was just all over it. And that was January 2019. And that's when there was only 15 of us there. So John asked everyone to show them, you know, what are you knitting? And John was knitting a blue hat. And so we said, is there some significance? I don't even know why we asked to this blue hat. And he told us a hat that about hat and I'd hate. So of course, 15 people, we're on board, you know, here we go. January, February, we stayed at 15 people. I don't know what happened in March, but in March, something like 100 showed up to the Asbury Hotel. Wherever you could squeeze your knitting needles, you found a place to sit. We were all, I, I, I still think about it. You know, there were 15 of us sat across the front. And now people are sitting on the floor, on the pool tables, you name it, we were everywhere. And off went Hat Not Hate, hundreds of hats the second Friday of every month would show up in stacks or we would, you know, get them to John if we weren't there. And, you know, it continues. I've helped John collect hats. I've personally dropped off to him over 500 hats from people who have helped me out plus reaching my own goal of 2020. And it continues, and this coming Sunday, actually, we're having a live memorial for John, and we're asking if you have a hat to, of course, please bring it. So we miss them. We miss them. 
we we miss him, but he is so here. And I I want to know, Mindy. I know that you kind of got like you know linked into Hat Not Hate through John, but is there like do you have a personal connection? You know, now as I was thinking about well myself, I mean I kind of I wasn't abused. No one like him. Uh, my parents were always so negative as I was growing up. If I said that I was going to win the lottery, my mother would be like, oh, sure, you will. And um, unfortunately, my dad instantly called me Crisco in a can. And you don't realize it, but it's abusive. And even my, my husband has passed away. But I mean, even my husband would throw those kinds of digs. And so me, myself, like I always have encouraged my sons to, before you open your mouth, think about what you're going to say, and who you're going to say mm -hmm. it to. And I really, you know, certainly I hope that they have learned those lessons. I mean, both my sons are frontline workers. I have one who's a critical care nurse and one who's a medic and a firefighter. So I really hope that even from their professions, that they would always know that this is not appropriate. Well, all. well, first off, I'm sorry that you've that you've gone through that, and that there might be moments when you still go through that, and that's all, for all of you and for all of the people that are watching. But also, just complete side note: thank you to your sons for everything that they are doing in this time. So, um, I, Mindy, I so appreciate you being here and, you know, I believe, I believe everything happens for a reason so many times over and I don't know, I'm sure I would have met you when I would have met you, but I think maybe John was like, these two need to meet. So <laughs> now Mindy, now Mindy's got my number. And, <laughs> And, okay. and, we've, and, we've, and, and we will meet. We will meet one day. We will. We will. Well, I'm going to just drag you salsa dancing with me, so you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, Mindy, thank you so much for everything you do, and thank you uh, for everything that Knit in the Pit is and that you guys are working so hard to really try and figure out a way to keep it alive. And uh, We'll keep it alive. And you can definitely, you can, they can go to the Knit in the Pit Facebook group, right? Like, the Facebook group still exists don't have an administrator so that if you sort of don't get the answers you want from the community itself but Russell who is with Balzac Fiber um, he and I are working together and Sharon and you know others to get going obviously the Asbury right now we can't go in so sure. and 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 just so you know um, Balzac Fiber just so it might be a good connect they're going to be a drop-off point for Hat Not Correct. Hate. You Correct. can find out more information about them on our website, hatnothate.org. Correct. So, and Mindy, we, Mindy, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We hope to get the Zoom back and running. We, you know, that's another thing. You know, John was doing Zoom every Friday night. And, you know, that's in the works as well. But we kind of need a minute to breathe right now. Of course. Of course. Well, I thank you so much for being here today. And thank you so much for everything you do. And your smile. And you did great. You may, see, I cried for you. I made I it. Away. I got it. I'm going to go to uh, the next group, Prince William County in Manassas, Virginia. You ladies now can unmute yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. hello, hello, how are you? 
Okay, good. How are you? I am good. I am good. So uh, this is Rhonda and uh, a quick rundown of Rhonda. Rhonda contacted me back in 20, I think it was like 2016 or something like that. It was a while ago. She contacted me when I was, a lot of my job was going to guilds around the U.S. and talking to different knitters and crocheters. And she asked me if I could come. And I said, how many people are in your group? And she was like, well, we have about 30 members. And I was like, okay, well, for me to go out of state, I have to have at least like 100, 150 present. I was like, if you can get that, I will come. Like, no problem. This woman is the definition of hustle with some muscle. Because I showed up and there was... If there was most definitely more than 150 people there and every year since she has shown up with more more knitters more crocheters more sister guilds and the what they have done for hat not hate three years in a row has been absolutely beautiful and i i know that you have some of your members with you rhonda but i just wanted to kind of just tell you who rhonda is and literally if you look up hustle with some muscle her picture's right there. <laughs> rhonda. Yes. It's all you, rhonda go I for it do without my sisters and brothers in the guild that's for sure <laughs> Yeah, so I just really want to say real quick, thank you for all you do with Hat Not Hate. And we have a special bond with Shira. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're a chapter of CGOA, the Crochet Guild of America. And as she mentioned before, we're in Manassas, Prince William County, Virginia. Um, we currently have about uh, 55 active members. And this year we made up to, uh, we made 1,137 hats and um, 30, 30 of our members uh, contributed to that effort. And our sister guild, the Prince William Pearlers, some of our members are also Pearlers. I'm one of them. Anyway, Pearlers, some Bye, of our actual. members, okay. they also met their goal of 200 hats. So we want to give a shout out to them, our sister guild, the Prince William Pearlers. Yes, yes, they come and we visit when every time Shira comes, they come and and, and this, uh, come with us also. Uh, so, but anyway, so I'm going to pass it off to some my other guild members because it's a truly a guild effort. <laughs> I feel like Hi. I'm on a lazy Susan right yes, now. Yes, you're on a lazy Susan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tracy. Hi, and Tracy. I just wanted, hi, um, I've been at several of your. I, I recognize you, yes. So um, I just I just wanted to say that we we decided to take on the challenge. We're a group that likes to contribute to a lot of different charities, and we love to crochet. So we love it even more when there's a purpose. Um, so we've crocheted baby blankets and prayer shawls and soap sacks, among other things, for the various churches in our area. We've done knockers for breast cancer, purple hats for the shaken babies, red hats for the American Heart Association. We just love to help people in any way we can. And Hat Not Hate was a cause that we could really um, get behind and identify with. So we just wanted to, to say a little bit more about ourselves. And we... Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you so much for saying that. And thank you so much for making Hat Not Hate one of your causes. Oh, yeah. Every year. I, I, I know you guys, they, last year, they surprised me. My friend Ben came to help me uh, do a yarn presentation at their guild. He was, everybody was he was like a piece of meat um yeah. but that's neither here nor there 
She's laughing because she remembers. <laughs> but I will. He said, I sent, we actually got a note. I think it was from the Pearlers. And they said, oh, when we miss Ben. And I sent in the note. And he's like, they still remember. I was like, Ben. They'll never of course forget. they remember. They'll never forget. Um, but Tracy, um, last year when you guys surprised me with all those hats, that was one of the most special moments, I think, in my work career. And so I am so grateful to you guys. And I know that this is Miss Judy Stevo here. So Judy, take it away. Well, I just appreciate the opportunity to be here today. I'm so glad to be a part of your show. Um, I just wanted to say that Hat Not Hate is a passion project for me, and you know that. I have been blessed with an opportunity to help heal my heart, and I'm going to cry now, and contribute in a positive way towards ending bullying. With each blue hat that I give to Hat Not Hate, I want to give hope and strength, courage and kindness. I want to encourage our youth to be a little more thoughtful towards each other. I want to inspire a better tomorrow for everyone. And I want to nurture the patient to carry on until we reach our goal. And I'm with you. I believe we will reach our goal. A hundred percent we will. Judy, thank you so much for everything you do. And I, and when I met Judy and she, she, I heard her story and I heard why she made her hats. It was the ultimate, just like when I heard, you know, with, with John and I told, I've told many of our viewers and I've told many of you of why John got involved with Hat Not Hate and how his bully ultimately reached out to him and apologized. Those are things that I could have, I could have never, I could have never imagined. And the, you know, all the, all the things that, you know, that you have done, the, the, the Guild of Manassas has done for me as a brand ambassador and as a founder of Hat Not Hate, I am forever grateful to you, Rhonda, to your, to your brothers and sisters in the Guild. And I, I just, I, 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 I look forward to the day that I can come back and we can have Ben. Yes, dance. we miss you. We can yes, have we Ben dance around in a cardigan. We were bummed. Like, oh, she can't come this year. Yes. Oh, no, we were bummed. But, you know, we love the challenge. You know, did you tell her? Sharon said, why just uh, made an offhand comment? Ah, oh, 500. I expect 500 out of you. You know, just, yeah. yeah she's just an offhanded comment, but little did she know it was on. Yeah. <laughs> It was more than ever. Competition. We, you know, we, we, we try to meet our goals. And what I find is especially really great about our group is that there are some people that never made a hat before. I know. And they made a hat. Mm -hmm. And then there are those that really pushed their skill limits and tried to make a, a, a try new techniques. Yeah. Some of them said, okay, for each hat, I'm making a different pattern. Mm -hmm. I love and then others did their 20 for 20. Um, others made triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of them in our guild that made like over 100. I could, you know, you know. It's, and then there are some that made this one. And you know what? It doesn't. It's all important. As much it's as all important. It's all, exactly. Every hat makes a difference. Yeah. I stand by that and I am just so grateful to your guild and I know that you wanted to like have everyone from your guild on the zoom but just yeah. tell them and hopefully they're watching thank you thank you thank you 
crocheters and knitters of the Prince William County Manassas, Virginia Guild. You guys are so wonderful and I am so forever grateful. So thank you so much to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm next gonna go to my good friend, Ellen Tattenbaum. Hey, Ellen. Hello, Ellen. How are you? Hi, I see you are on theme in blue. Yes, even blue hair. hair. So can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and how and how Hat Not Hate is connected to you? Sure. First of all, I'm beside myself to be on this show. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be part of this. I love your show. Oh, let's start with who I am. Ellen Tattenbaum from New Jersey. And the title we've developed, Chris Lopez and I, co-number one fans of Shira and the She Show. <laughs> I love it. And I was, at the beginning of COVID, I was fortunate to find your show, or it found me. I don't know what happened, but I was watching your first show, and I just was like, um, I'll mention the blanket you were knitting. It was so beautiful, and you gave us a safe place to go during the scary time of COVID, and thank you for that. And it went from a show that I, um, oh, it's nice. I'll catch it when I can, to planning my life around it. <laughs> And now I'm, I'm there. It's like, I'm a, I want to be the first one to say hi, Shira. And um, so I learned about the Hat Not Hate campaign through your show. And um, it's so meaningful to me. I was bullied in seventh grade mostly. And you mentioned the phrase, phrase rite of passage. And I thought, that's just what, you know, what you have to go through. And you're making me see, no, you don't have to go through that. It's not okay. And that was just a beautiful thought. And I went from thinking, oh, look, this is nice. People are making hats for this campaign. And it clicked. It's like, I could be making those hats. I could be part of this. I could help to make a difference. And I thank you for that. Um, I just appreciate the, the passion and the care that goes into your Hat Not Hate campaign. I'm, I'm inspired and I thank you and I love you. And I'm like beyond honored to be part of this. <laughs> um, Ellen, you're, <laughs> you're amazing. You crack me up and you also just bring me so much joy. I, I did literally starting the she show was like throwing me to a pond of alligators. I had no idea what we were doing and I let's fill 30 minutes with you're talking and I can talk to a wall. So that's fine. But, um, it was, that was what my dad said after watching the first she show. He's like, wow, Shira can really, uh, she can talk. <laughs> that was what he said. So, um, Ellen, I want you to know that what you said in there, um, and, and then I'm going to actually head over to Chris and then we'll finish up with Lindsay. But I, I, I want you to know how you said that you found out about Hat Not Hate through the She Show and you were watching these hats come in and you then realized, well, hey, I can do that. I can, I can make a change. And I remember opening up your box. I remember reading your letter. I remember the Ziplocs. I remember, I remember everything about it. And I, and I want you to know that you are one of those people that got it. And you, from the She Show, the fact that I could have that impact. You know, there are people out there that say it's hard to create a relationship virtually. I say they're wrong. And absolutely. I say, absolutely. And I say that you all and, and, and Chris and, and Ellen are two examples as they, I found them through the She Show 
are perfect examples as to how that is not true and how that you are just such a beautiful person, Ellen, and I just appreciate your support. I see you in the comments every day and I am beyond grateful for you and your hats and your creativity. So thank you so much. Thank you, Shira, for all you do. Thank you. Chris, I'm handing it my, my, my co number one. Talk to me, Chris. First off, Chris Lopez is coming from California. How are you? Are you safe out there? I am safe here. You know, the, the air quality is really bad, but, um, you know, you stay in the house and run the air conditioning and, uh, I'm not one of the people who is in danger from the fire. There's so many people out here that are much worse off and and you know we we appreciate all the thoughts and prayers and everything um we have one town that is like gone it, the whole town is wiped out there's like three structures left so it, it's rough it's it's very rough right now that that along with a global pandemic who knew and it's like why not but you're needed, right but you're here you're here and i just want i want you to kind of just tell everyone a little bit about your connection to hat not hate um, you know, it, it's really become a passion project for me as well. Um, you know, I've always done um, some kind of charity project every year for about 10 years. Uh, I've done things where, you know, I've, I've donated to different campaigns. And kind of like Ellen, you know, I, I kind of knew about Hat Not Hate, but I had made some other commitments, so I couldn't really commit to it. And then along came the she show and along came the passion and that beautiful smile that I'm seeing right now. And, you know, like, like so many people have said, I was bullied my, like probably the first 15 years that I can remember of my life, if not longer. And, you know, it's not a rite of passage. It's not okay. And nobody should ever feel the way a bully makes a person feel. And with the she show, um, it clicked. It just clicked and I was like, what am I doing? Why, why am I not making blue hats? I mean, I've been knitting and crocheting for over 40 years and I've done hats for the homeless and it's like, duh, no brainer, grab some blue yarn. And, <laughs> and I was surprised at how much I had in my stash. I didn't even have to try to go out and COVID and buy more I yarn. Love it. I love and, it. Uh, you know, I, I really sort of, attached onto the 20 for 2020 and it's like oh god i have to make my 20 i've got to do this i've got to do this you know and um fortunately with the extension i i sent in my first 20 20 hats and then with the extension i sent another 10 and i've already started making more and you know it is my my project my campaign for as long as it's needed and hopefully that's not going to be too long but um you know, it's, and, and I make them also in honor of John, you know, I found John, of course, through the Sheesh show and joined it in the pit and man, I, I can't echo enough what everybody has said about him and the connection and the passion and everything. And, and also I, I shared this story with you guys before and, and just real quickly, a, an incident that happened way back in fifth grade and I'm not young. It was a long time ago and a, and a young lady who was bullied horribly only one incident but you know what she left school that day and never returned and i have now i'm gonna cry i have never forgotten that and i think about you know if i haven't forgotten it how it must have affected her you know that that it was so horrible and so hateful what happened to her that she never returned to our school and we never found out where she went or what happened to her. And that's been about 
probably about 50 plus years ago. And I remember every detail down to the color of the dress she was wearing that day. So um, for John and for, I'll just say her initials, JL, that is my passion project. And Shira, it, it is, you are such an inspiration. I am so honored. I mean, we jokingly, you gave us that nickname, Ellen and I, the code number one fans, but you know, it's so inspiring to see you every day. And like Ellen said, I, it, it's nine o'clock here on the West Coast when you go on. I do nothing before 9.30. I mean, before nine o'clock, everything gets done. And then after 9.30. And I mentioned earlier, you know, I was so excited this morning and my puppy was running around and I'm like, would you please go to sleep? Would you please go to sleep? Because it's like, we're going to be on the show in like a few minutes. Go to sleep. <laughs> Oh, and he did finally settle down. But, you know, joking aside, it, it really means a lot to me. I, I, I'm the over the moon about that loom hat. Uh, it's very this morning, you're very not going to believe this, but this morning I was, I was thinking, okay, I knit and I crochet and I've done loom hats. Let me look at some loom patterns. Maybe I'll do some loom hats, you know, starting today. And then on you pop with a Boom. new loom hat so, I, also, I also can read minds. No, I can't. Yes, um, well, <laughs> well, obviously you can. Something. Chris, Chris thank I, you I, so much. I, I really, I really appreciate everything. And for you being on the show and for you and, and, and for that it has become a passion project for you and just taking your creativity and, making them for JL and for John and for you. And they are, they are fine. They will find their ways to children all around the U.S. and because of you, because you made them. Thank so, you. And I, I'm very honored that you chose to include me today too. And course. I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I want to, I want to, I want to take the last person here that is Lindsay Anderson. And she is, she is also someone that definitely hustles with some muscle. And Lindsay Anderson, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Lindsay Anderson. I am in Gladstone, Oregon. We have tons of fires all around us as well. Um, I feel like the state is on fire, but um, we are all safe. Um, and we're on level one evic um, evacuation, but we're we're hanging in there. So everything is good. So anyway, thank you for thank you for being able to be here today. Oh, for sure, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Um, uh, hopefully, just so you know, hopefully SMG can post in the comments uh, a, a, an article, uh, well, a report that came out back. I think it was like in November or maybe it was January. It might've been January when they came to interview you, but this will all in turn explain who Lindsay Anderson is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I found Hat and I Hate the first year that my son had been bullied in school in um, second grade. And my mission was that, um, I was going to knit enough hats for his third grade class during mm -hmm. um, the month of October. And I was going to go and hand them out to his classroom and um, I got in contact with his teacher and she was on board and she did a huge speech about hat not hate and about bullying and it was fantastic. And the kids individually, she put them in a circle and had them say what bullying meant to them. And then they got to come up to the table where I was and pick out a hat. And I will remember that day forever because those kids, they, they understand it, they get it. And if we just continue to provide to them the tools that they need, they, 
they will send the message and it will stop. And I'm sorry for crying. Nope, we're an emotional group. Don't you worry. <laughs> Once I'm on a Zoom where I'm not the only one crying, so I'm here um, for it. So, so that was fantastic. From that, um, our local news actually here in Oregon actually contacted me and they came to my house and they interviewed um, my son and I about um, Hat Not Hate and about bullying. And so the message is that they get it. And not only that, but when we do get to hand these hats out to these kids, the news will be there at his school. And um, some of the hats, I have them behind me. These I are just see some that. of them. Um, behind you have a me. whole room. Pardon? You have a whole room. Yeah, I have 428 hats here at my house. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yes, and so this is just a piece of them behind me, but yes, I've, I've started to kind of put them in boxes just because I'm like, what am I going to do with all these? <laughs> um, but I love it because I go in my craft room and they're all there with me, so um, it's great. One of the ladies, um, so all of them have been from uh, pretty much kind of local from Oregon that they wanted them to kind of stay in Oregon. A few people, I did create a, a group on Facebook um, called Hat Not Hate. Um, and a lot of people have sent me hats from all over the United States um, as part of that too. But one of the ladies here locally in Gladstone, she um, knits on a loom. Uh -huh. She did over 240 of the hats that we did. Oh my goodness. I'm wow. like, you make me look like I'm doing nothing. <laughs> That's amazing. I, when I hear these numbers, I am blown away. And yes. Lindsay, I think when the fact that you took this on as a mom and and you know we're advocating for your son how special that was to me because it made me think of my mom who i'm sure is watching and who put the advocate and advocate <laughs> she really she really did and she was she was a beautiful person like that and and you as a mom and just doing that for your son is so special so i i really i really just am so beyond appreciative to you, to your efforts out in Oregon and to mm -hmm. keeping it there. I am looking at the time and I'm, I, I, I have to do, I have to do the quote and, and then I'm going to have the number appear behind me. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. Okay. So, um, I do want to share something with you guys before the actual quote. And it's something that I said last year on my episode when I announced the final count and uh, it was said by a gentleman named Scott Harrison, and he founded he founded Charity Water, which is uh, an amazing organization that brings clean water to third world countries. And his mission in life is to give all people on this planet clean water. And he said this, and it really has stuck with me. And it should stick with anyone out there that is a blue soldier of hat not hate. And the quote is, do not be afraid of work that has no end. And I want you to all know that, that when people say, well, what's, gonna ha what, what's a hat going to do? A hat is going to make a difference. And we just have to keep on marching forward. But that is not the quote for the day. The quote for the day is, and I'm going to ask you all beautiful people on the Zoom and all the viewers out there to take that deep breath with me. So on the count of three, let's take it in, guys. One, two, three. So many breaths. Um, so the quote is, sometimes you will say something really small and simple, but it will fit right into an empty space in someone's heart. 
dared to reach into the darkness to pull someone else into the light. Remember, strong people stand up for themselves, but stronger people stand up for others too and lend a hand when they're able. And that's said by Mark and Angel Cherenoff. And I saw that and I just thought that that was um, quite appropriate for today's episode and for all of you people out there, for all of you viewers, for all of you blue soldiers, for the Johns of the world and that beautiful angel that is watching above us, that um, you are all lending a helping hand and I am so forever grateful to that. So um, I want, I get, are you, are you putting the number up? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're putting the number up. Oh. Oh, you wanted everyone to be here when I came in. Oh boy, this is this is why my dad came into work today. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> this is amusing. They're like everyone from Lion Brand, or yeah, that's really sweet. It's really nice. God, oh my God, they're coming from all ends. That's so nice. Oh, it's so bad. You guys can't see anything. It just looks like I'm crying. <laughs> comments and he has been by my side literally since I was one. Um, I want to thank um, Dennis, our educational, um, our, our, I can't even, I, I just, Dennis. <laughs> I want to thank Sarah who was with me in our tiny little office, our bathroom of an office in New York City when I thought about this idea and she's been with me since day one. I want to thank Jessica, Jessica Hendrickson and her team for all the designs and for all the blue hat patterns that inspire you guys. I want to thank Michael Camposano for his designs and that hatnotheat.org website has his heart splattered all over it. And I want to thank our PR team. I want to thank Kurt. I want to thank Mark. I want to thank all the schools. I want to thank all the people that get it. And I also want to thank someone that's standing to my left because three years ago when I started this campaign, I said that I'm going to get 1,500 blue hats. And this man, who happens to also be my father, said, I'll be impressed if you get 200. And I'm now looking at over 32,000 blue hats. So if this is not a perfect example of when you are passionate about something and believe in something, you really yeah. can make it happen. And I cannot do it without any of you. So I am so thankful to each and every one of you that is watching. I, I don't even know how to express this. This is a lot. I literally have not been around this many people in a long time. Um, but I am forever grateful and I, I think I'm just I think I'm it's 101 that's pretty impressive um thank you and I'm gonna sign off I'm gonna let you ladies go and all of my viewers and just remember to be kind 
to stay safe and to to always 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 be kind thank you thank you bye everybody thank you bye bye, -bye.